0: John chapter 15, um, continuing in this series entitled, How to Maintain Your Joy. Amen. Uh, John chapter 15 and verse 9. We're going to verse 9 this week. He says, just as the Father has loved me. See that? I have also loved you. Look what he said. It's interesting, I told you, that this word abide is found over 12 times in this verse, right, in this chapter. And um, he says here, he says, I have loved you. I I have also loved you. He says, abide in my love. Amen? I want to talk about how to maintain your joy, part eight. Amen? This series has been a blessing to me in a lot of different ways, especially during this pandemic. Um, Oftentimes, people lose focus um, when it comes down to the source of their joy. Amen. But what I found out is that out of all the virtues that God has given man, that's communicable, which means that we share this with God uh, because we're made in his image is love. Love, I believe, is the highest virtue. And oftentimes, I found out that the reason that most people don't have joy is because they have a lack of love. Or they don't know how to love. Or they refuse to love or the object of their love, hallelujah, is not what truly brings them joy. Can you imagine having hate in your heart and saying you have joy? Can you imagine having joy with everybody else but not with the person, come on somebody, that you should have joy with? It's interesting to me that people look for joy in things. I was watching yesterday in Philadelphia where the guy was talking about how they miss baseball so much. They are seasoned ticket holders. And they wanted to be around the people that they love. Come on, somebody. And so what they decided to do, with the permission of the uh, of the of the arena people management, they got ladders, and they're literally standing outside of the stadium on ladders, looking over the fence, watching the game together. It proved to me what they really love. I'm trying to help somebody. See, we do things, and we, love can cause you to do some strange things. I wish I had somebody. Love can cause you, amen, to, 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 to do some things, amen, that, 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 that you probably said I would never do in my life. But can I ask you a question this morning? Where do you find your joy? John tells us, Jesus is writing, and last week I told you that he wants you to be a fruitful Christian. If you're you're going to be a joyous Christian, a joyful Christian, you have to bear fruit. You have to be fruitful. Amen. You can't be no sour Christian. Talking about you happy finding everything and everything and not in the right thing. Amen. He says, he said, he says if you really want to prove you're my disciple, you would be bearing fruit. In other words, you you're, you're going to have this relationship with God in his kingdom. Watch this that will exceed anything else that's going on in your life where you're witnessing, where you're praying, where you're fellowshipping, where, you know, all these fruits. When you live to please God, you're bearing fruit. He says that you are proving that you're my disciple. See, a lot of us think that we're disciples just because we show up, but what are you doing as a disciple? Come on and help me somebody. And no wonder why we don't have any joy. We're we're, we're disciples of the world. (laughs) Amen. Or we become disciples of other things and we become disciples of other people. Oh, I wish I had somebody. But if you are going to be a disciple, if you're going to have joy, you have to continue your journey of learning. That's what a disciple is. One who learns and follows. Are you with me? Jesus says this next. He says, look what he says I find to be pretty interesting. He says, just as the Father loved me. I said, what what is he saying now? What is he saying now about joy? Like, I'm like, how do you get to this point, right? Listen, we are commanded. Listen to this. The reason I say love is the highest virtue, because we are commanded in Scripture. What are we commanded in scripture to do? To love the Lord. With what? How can you have joy. When he only got a piece of your heart. <laughs> we are in love with a lot of things. saints, But what Jesus want is first place. He doesn't want you to love yourself. Listen. He that command is for the husband. Let me let me help y'all with something real quick. Y'all got it messed up. Y'all a lot of us spend too much time in the mirror trying to get it together. But but that ain't what it is. That ain't what it be. The the Bible says to the husband to love his wife as Christ loved the church and love his wife as his own body. He tells the woman, don't be so focused on your outward appearance, but let it be the hidden person of the heart. In other words, that's how you get along. You want to get it together. Get your heart together. Fall in love with Jesus. And a lot of us say, oh, Jesus, Jesus, you ain't in love with him. You call him by name. Amen. There's some things that we just got to be real with. But how do I love him? How do I love Jesus when you do to the least of minds? You've done to me. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody. When, when you feed somebody, come on somebody. When you close somebody, when you show up and serve the Lord, that's how you love Jesus. Are you following me? And no wonder why Christians don't have joy today. And the prosperity preachers telling you to go name it and claim it, and then you'll find joy. Now you can't have joy in things. You have joy when you have an intimate relationship with the Father. And so the first thing you got to do is this. Here's the thing. Here's when you find. Here's when you how you have joy. When you really follow the example of Jesus. When you really follow His example. Amen. When you what really. But in other words, doing his will. Finding, when he says, just as the father loved me, that word means finding one's joy in something or someone. Jesus found his joy in this union with the father. Here he is in his humanity. And he says, here's the example. Just as Means what? An example. (laughs) How did the father love him? Oh, how did the father love him? Tell you what he did for him. He sustained him while he was here on earth. He gave him the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. When he went to Calvary's cross, the father's love was there, but for a brief moment, he had to turn his back on him. And even in that, he did it because of love. Because, and watch this, not just love for him, but love for us. So you got to really follow Jesus' example. Then he says, <laughs> just as the Father have loved me, I have loved you. How did he love you? I just told you. He gave his life for you. I don't know if that means anything. But the second thing you got to do, saints, finding your joy in anything other than Jesus will not work. Some of us, we husband worship. We wife worship. We children worship. You got all your joy wrapped up in that child not knowing that that child is going to leave. And let you down. But I love. I did it because I loved them. What if you were to transfer that love to Jesus? Put more emphasis on the love relationship between him. So the second thing is you got to receive the love Jesus is offering. A lot of us reject that love. Just as the father loved me, so I have also what? Love you. Think about that for a minute. Receive the love. We reject that love because that love comes with responsibility. Come on now. Watch this. We are responsible. Listen, he loves us not to hurt us. He loves us with with accountability. He loves us with accessibility. He loves us to affirm us, to let us know I love you. So why do we reject his love? Greater love has no man. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Amen. That he would what? Lay down his life. Receive that love. Listen, he's trying to love you, but you keep pushing him back. Pushing him back. And watch this. But you want joy. Let me go try to work it out. Work it out. You can't work that out. You have to receive it. And a lot of us have been through so much hell and high waters in life, we don't know how to sit still and embrace the love. Listen, can I tell you something? I told you last week. When the love of God is poured upon you, it's like a river that keeps flowing, and you feel his love because, watch this, you know in your heart you do not deserve See, the devil will have you think that you're thinking that you're smart. That you know you have it together. And Jesus is just saying, I'm trying to love you. Let me love you back. Will you receive it? Let me embrace you. Or have I not shown you that I'll take a beating for you? Oh, come on. I'll, I'll take a cross for you. Now, will you carry your cross? In Mark chapter 5, Jesus' mother, he came home, and, 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 and I know it was heartbreaking for him because this is what he said. he said. He said, a prophet is without honor in his own home. He couldn't even get the respect from his people Can you imagine that Jesus felt rejection? But he says, just as the father, see, what kept him is the father's love. And a lot of us, we know because we have some daddy issues, we don't know how to receive love from that male gender in a fatherly way. Come on, help me somebody. Are you with me? Because all those relationships have been distorted. Hello, somebody. But the Father wants to love you and I. So we have to receive the love that he's offering. And then he says, lastly, five times I mean, that word, this word, five times. I said twelfth, Five times in this chapter, the word abide is mentioned, right? But look at this. Look at the last piece he says. Abide in my love. He says, abide in my word, abide in me, right? Those are the things he's he's mentioned throughout, right? So the last thing you got to do, you ready? To maintain your joy. Remain in love with Jesus. Remain in love with Jesus. Here's how you know you're in love with Jesus when nothing else matters. Promotion won't do it for you. Money won't do it for you. Success won't do it for you. A new man won't do it for you. A new woman won't do it for you. A new car won't do it for you. What I'm I'm trying to say to you tonight, this morning, saints, is that you got to remain in love. Do you love your problems more than you love him? That's why it's so magnified. He says, abide. He says, remain in my word. Remain in him. Remain in the Father. Remain in his love. Abide in his what? Love. Think about that for a minute. How can you really have joy but you ain't got no love? I mean, absolutely no love. What you call love is distorted. Because the word love for love means what? Self-sacrifice. People say, oh, I, I love, I love. But no, you always want your way. That ain't love. And then you manipulate to get your way and you say, oh, I love you. But if you surrender and let Jesus love you and if you remain his love, you can maintain your joy. Amen.